Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast. This show is brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature Disney wedding updates, money saving tips, and interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney couples. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Caitlin Bukowski about her ceremony at Animal Kingdom's Caravan Stage and reception at Tamu Tamu Courtyard in Animal Kingdom. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose these locations and how she planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Caitlin. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being on the show today. I would love to start at the very beginning and find out how you and your fiance decided that you wanted to have your wedding at Disney. So we kind of knew that we always wanted to do something a little bit different and unique. And we knew we didn't want to get married like locally in St. Augustine. So I've been going to Disney since I was a kid, and I just knew that that's what we wanted to do. Okay, so then how did your friends and family react when they found out where the wedding was going to be? They were very, very excited. (laughs) (laughs) That's great to hear. How many guests did you invite, and how many were able to make the trip? So we invited about 54 people, and about 48 came. Okay, wow, great turnout. Yeah. Did you set up a room block for your guests? We did, yes. So we did Animal Kingdom Lodge, Port Orleans, French Quarter, and then All-Star Movies. Okay. Now, how did you choose the day of the week and time of day for your event? Well, we all have jobs, so we knew that we wanted to do a weekend. And everybody is, we all live about an hour and a half away, so we knew that the weekend would be pretty easy for everybody. And then we knew we wanted a night wedding just because it's very beautiful in Animal Kingdom at night. Got it. Okay. How did you choose your ceremony and reception venues? So we knew we wanted the caravan stage because we were actually going through your website and looking at the locations and we just fell in love with it. Like it was so different and I hadn't really seen a lot of weddings there. So we Loved it. So we picked that. And then originally we had picked Harambe Street in front of the Lion King for the reception until we got our contract and they wanted like $19,000 and just food. And yeah, so we knew that that wasn't going to be possible with only 50 people. So we chose Tamu Tamu, which was honestly like our first choice anyways. We fell in love with it. So it worked out. Oh, that's wonderful. With the caravan stage, were there any unusual requirements or things that you had to be aware of when you were planning your ceremony? Not really. I know that they closed early, so that's how we were able to get into the park during park hours. So that was really nice. So we had didn't have to wait like two hours to go in. Oh, that's a great point. Yeah. And then that also enabled you to do some ride mix-ins. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, we did two ride mix-ins. We did Flight of Passage and Everest. How did those time out with the ceremony? So it was a little weird because our ceremony was like really short. 
And so the guests kind of sat around for a while. That's kind of one thing that I didn't really like. I probably would have changed that. But at eight o'clock, as soon as they gave us the clearance, they took the guests to Everest, I think, first, and then Flight of Passage. Oh, great. So they were one right after the other. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it was right after the other. That's cool. Now, did you use any outside vendors for the portions of your event that you were able to? Yes. So we used Flower and Bloom for our personal floral, and they're local in St. Augustine. And then we used that first moment for our photographers, which I love them. And then for our videographers, we used Bahia Films. Okay, great. Now, how did you choose your officiant? So she's actually my mom's best friend. She has never done a wedding before. She got ordained online, but she has such a really, like such a beautiful speaking voice that we knew that she would do really good at it. And she did. (sighs) And then did you add any entertainment to the ceremony or the reception? Yes. So we had Mickey and Minnie in their safari outfits, which was amazing. And then we had DJ Greg. Got it. Okay. Do you have any menu items or cake flavors you would recommend? Oh my gosh. Our menu was amazing. That is still one thing that guests still talk about is the menu. So we had the martini action station, which it had the, I think it was the mac and cheese, the risotto, the mashed potatoes. And then we did the braised boneless short ribs, which everybody was obsessed with. And then we did black and shrimp skewers because we had a few people that didn't really eat meat but ate fish. And then we did the roasted chicken. And we also added the cheeseburger steam pods from Pandora. And those were a big hit as well. And then for our flavors for our cake, we did lavender cake with lemon curd and blueberry filling, which was amazing. And then I believe our other one was, yeah, orange cake and tropical mousse. Because we did cupcakes instead of a traditional wedding cake. Oh, great. So you had two flavors of cupcakes. Yes. Yeah. They did like 25 and 25 of each flavor. And did the orange cake with tropical mousse actually taste like Dole Whip? It did. It was very good. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys add any other events around your day, like a dessert party or a welcome party? Yes, we had a dessert party as a welcome party the night before. That was at Epcot, the Germany, um, I think it's the Promenade. You don't happen to remember which sections they gave you, do you? I think they gave us all of them, and then they actually just had like one closed off for just their staff. Can you talk about the kind of food that you served at your dessert party? So we did a nacho bar, and then we did the churro flambe as our like actual like sweet dessert which I didn't really love. <laughs> and some some guests like it and then some of them didn't. So I probably, if I would have changed, I would have gone back and changed the menu a little bit for that event. That's interesting. Yeah, I've heard that the churros get kind of like crispy, like they get really burned down or something in the flambe. Yeah, they just tasted like I was biting into like a straight alcohol shot. Oh, gosh. Yeah, <laughs> it was, they were intense. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the wedding day ran? Yeah, so we started hair and makeup around 1130. And then we got ready until about 330. And that's when our photographers and videographers came. And they took our pictures kind of at the end of getting ready. And then they went down and took pictures with the boys. 
we took pictures. Well, we sent the boys at like five to Animal Kingdom with the transportation. And then we ended up going around and taking pictures around the lodge while they were gone. And then transportation picked us up and brought us backstage at like 6.30. And then guests started to arrive around like 6.45. And then our ceremony started at 7 and ended at like 7.15. (laughs) It was really short. (laughs) So we kind of, the guests just kind of sat around while Ryan and I went around Animal Kingdom and took pictures and we did videographer stuff. And then I think our ride mix-in started at 8. And then that was until 9 o'clock. And then 9 o'clock, our reception started. So our reception went until, I believe, 1 a.m. Oh, great. Okay. So when you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention or your budget? Me being an interior designer, I really wanted everything to be aesthetically pleasing and I wanted it to all kind of flow with the theme. Like we did a vintage bohemian safari theme. So I wanted everything to like kind of match that. And that was really important to us. And then Mickey and Minnie and their safari outfits were also very important to us. How did you communicate your theme to your floral planner to make sure that it was exactly how you envisioned it? So I had a 74-page PowerPoint (laughs) that I had everything. I created also the tablescapes on my design boards just so she had everything. And then I know there we got the linens from BBJ Linens, which I'm obsessed with. But I love that Disney is a vendor. Like that's preferred vendor for Disney because I've always picked them for my linens as well. So I knew exactly what I wanted. That's interesting. And so then for the centerpieces, like the containers for the floral and decor, did you pick those off of a website or did you have to wait for Disney to send you pictures of what they could get? Basically, when I made my design boards, I set it up exactly how I wanted it and they got it almost to perfectly match. Like they had the exact same vintage suitcases that I found off websites, like all sorts of stuff. It was great. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. And then what aspects of the wedding were less important to you where you maybe saved your money or just your effort? So we had cut a couple of things. Uh, We cut like late night snacks and did a smaller bar at at the dessert party. And we cut a rehearsal dinner just to kind of save a little bit with the budgets. Okay. So what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? Oh, gosh. Um... Mickey and Minnie, (laughs) everybody's face when they came out, because it was kind of a surprise. So everyone was kind of really excited to see them. Now, did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? When we were doing our ceremony, I had sent them, I had somebody kind of merge three songs together. So the first song was going to be for, we had a flower dude. So it was Friend Like Me from Aladdin. And so that kind of merged into Circle of Life, which my nephews would walk down the aisle to. And then the last song, which was I See the Light, was for me to walk down to. Well, so I sent them the song and they told me that it was too long. So I had somebody cut it and make it shorter. And I sent them the updated song and they ended up playing the old song. So it was like five minutes and it was way too long. Everybody was kind of just sitting around. 
the guests probably didn't care, but I cared. Interesting. Okay. And then was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then it turned out not to be? Yes. So I had a big issue with the table and chairs at Tamu Tamu. I just didn't like them. And so I had picked, I picked chairs and then tables with when we did the floral meeting and the, they came back and told me that they wanted $5,600 to remove the existing tables and chairs. <laughs> yeah. And so that hurt a little bit because obviously that's ridiculous. I'm not paying that. And so I had to stick with the existing tables and chairs, but then when I got into the reception and was able to look at everything, everything really flowed together nicely. And I realized I was kind of just being a baby about it. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? So I think that we would have done maybe just one ride mix in um, just because they had like the guests walking from both points and it just was too much for the guests. And I think I wouldn't have done the cupcakes because nobody ate them. <laughs> We ended up taking home basically all of them, and then half of them went into the trash because we couldn't finish them. Oh. And yeah, and I would have changed the dessert party menu. I would have gotten rid of the churro flambe and just picked different sweets. Got it. And then with the ride mix-ins and the walking, they made you charter transportation into the park, but they didn't let you use the transportation to go from Everest to Flight of Passage? Yeah, that's it's something weird that I thought because we paid for the private transportation and we paid for the security dog. So I was under the impression that the guests would be able to go backstage. When we first got there, they dropped everybody off in backstage. We went through with a security dog. But I was under the impression that after the ceremony at eight o'clock that the guests would be able to use the backstage transportation to get from both rides. Right which is what the planner I thought made it sound like, but everyone ended up walking. Interesting. Okay. All right. Well, then do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples? I would just say be present on the wedding day because there's a lot going on. And I feel like I was trying to be present, but there was still like everything was kind of rush, rush, rush. So really just like take it in. That's great advice. Well, Caitlin, I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in getting married at Walt Disney World, and I appreciate your taking the time. Yes, thank you so much. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com, or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>